Hey, hey, hey guys! Welcome to episode three with It Didn't End in Love. It's your girl Lexi. I am back. So I'm officially back on the market after almost a year of being in a relationship. And so far I've been single for about five months and it has been good to say the least. I mean, I've been working on myself, just staying focused, just staying in a positive spirit, and I think that is the most important. And as far as dating has been concerned, I've only been on one date, and that was like, okay. But that little one date did put things into perspective, and so I'm like, you know what? Nah, we about to be dating to find something that is just long lasting. Like I'm trying to find my husband. But anyways, um, I can't give you any recent stories, but I do like to go back into my inventory of what the fuck moments, which is what this podcast is all about. Um, and I mean, people have issues like, although ideally, like I love to touch on the situations in my past relationships, even this last one, um, which maybe one day I will, but not today. Um, I do want to talk about just like all the people I have met in between those relationships because some of them have just made themselves memorable and like we already know why there was no love there. Um, and then like just like in all honesty, I mean, I'm just gonna say it like this, like it shouldn't be this hard to find like true love. Um, to find, just to find someone who just sticks and stays, like someone who is consistent, someone who is just, just genuine and just really values the same things. But that seems to be the problem these days. And I mean, not to say that it hasn't been a problem before, but it's really a problem these days. And if that wasn't the case, then like a narcissist would not be such a popular word. Like I've never heard that word so much in my life. Even as well as like the topic of toxic men is just like so, such a hot topic because this is just what people are dealing with these days. And so like, I see those memes like all the time. And so that tells me that apparently these issues are not just things that just come up with just me. Like this is something that a lot of people deal with. And so I'm glad that I am not the only one because honestly, I was getting worried there for a second. Like I was like, is something wrong with me? And I'm like, no, 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 it's not just me. It's not me. And I mean, it just might be, it might be me though. Like I'm not saying, I'm not going to take, I'm going to take accountability for me, Alexis. But that doesn't change the fact that people are toxic and they like to spew their toxic poison all in your happy little blissful world of peace. So that's where I'm going to start (laughs) with this episode. Um, The next one I do want to get into. I hope you guys enjoy. Um, This is from an experience that I had a few years ago. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. Tune in. All right, guys, so we're going to go ahead and get into this episode. Um, So this is about a guy I went on a few dates with a few years ago now. And um, this was me being bored and just trying things out. Oh, my gosh. Like, I honestly, I miss the old me because 
At one point, I was just dating just to date. Um, It was just fun. It was interesting. It was memorable. I don't think I had like any expectations or anything. I was just like enjoying it. And so anyways, like this guy, um, I think I met him on OkCupid. And he was a bit older than me at the time. I think... Okay, so I'm 30 now. (laughs) I think I was like maybe 26 and like this guy was like 34. So I was like, ooh, 34, like that's old for me. Um, But anyways, uh, yeah, he was like older, 34. He's a white guy. He was cute. And we're going to give him a name. We're going to call him Tommy. So anyways, like Tommy messaged me. We clicked. It was easy conversation. Um, I remember us talking for a few days, you know, uh, then after a while it transitioned over into text message. And so things were good. I think even at one point, like he even just straight up called me, which I always love when a man just initiates and makes, makes that call. And like, I don't have to like ask because I think that that's like a gentleman, like, um, you know, just a gentleman like thing to do. So he already was like, cool, okay. And um, I forgot what I said he did. He said he was working with his brother. His brother owned a business, so he was working with him. And so um, things were going good for him. And I think at one point, there was like a situation where my sister and my brother-in-law, they had like these tickets to go see a concert. I think I asked him to go with me or suggested it. And, you know, he kind of declined, but... Um, we hadn't met yet, so we still had, you know, uh, needed to pretty much like schedule our date, but that would come around to that. So I think we went back and forth with scheduling dates and eventually it came down to us <laughs> deciding to meet at a McDonald's and I mean, I know you guys, I know like who meets at a McDonald's. That is like (laughs) the lowest of the lowest places to meet. (laughs) I think that coffee is probably even a higher standard than that. But anyways, I was just like, okay, let's do it. And I think the only reason why we met there is because one significant thing about this guy that I do remember is that he said he called himself cardio beast. And from my understanding and memory he pretty much um he would run about like 12 to 15 miles a day and he said that when he um, bicycled he would bicycle like 20 miles a day and so he said he was obsessed with like working out and so oh yeah I remember like I happened to be running errands that day and he's like yeah let's meet up and he was saying that he was out bicycling and so that's when he suggested that uh, we should meet at McDonald's because he wasn't going to be able to make it back in time um, to our area, which I actually found out that he actually lived in my neighborhood, even though we hadn't met yet. Yeah. And so he was like, he wasn't going to make it back on time. And so he suggested this McDonald's that, you know, we should meet up at. (laughs) And so um, we ended up meeting at the McDonald's. Um, and I remember seeing him and I was like, oh, okay. You know, he, he was, 
he's a pretty good looking guy, uh, nice physique, build, um, you know, well put together, uh, you know, with the clothes that he had on, I mean, I don't even know, <laughs> I think it was like a sweater and some jeans or something, so he wasn't exactly in like workout bicycling attire, but anyways. <laughs> So I remember walking into the McDonald's and, you know, he, you know, greeted me and he's like, oh, you look beautiful and great and all this kind of stuff. And he was like, okay, you know, sorry, I didn't really want to meet here at the McDonald's, but I thought this was a great option for us. And so, yeah. And so I remember us um, ordering something and I think we just, I just ordered like a coffee and he ordered one too and he paid no problem. Um, and I remember sitting down um, and we started talking <laughs> and within like a few minutes of us talking, you know, we were just discussing just the passing. So we had texts about and uh, over the past, you know, week or so. And um, I don't really remember what we talked about, but I do remember like he got a phone call and that's when everything kind of was like, oh, okay. Um, and so I remember he got the phone call and he's like, Hey, what's up? You know, what do you want? And he's like, man, well, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to pick him up now? Like, okay, well, you know, I'm busy, but you know, once I'm done with this, I'll be over there soon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm busy right now. Okay. All right. Bye. And it was like this kind of like (laughs) aggressive phone call. And I was like, okay. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. He was like, um, that was the mother of my children. And he's like, I told you I had two children, right? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I have a son and a daughter. And okay, guys, <laughs> just breaking away from this story, guys. One thing about me, I have nothing against men with children. I just personally do not prefer to date men who have children and that's only for my own personal reasons no no okay yeah it is my own personal reasons but it's also because I have had a few situations where I've dated men who were single fathers and let's just say that the result was they were full of shit and they used their children as excuses to pretty much just play games. So personally, I don't really like to date men with children. Um, I don't really want to deal with that baggage. Um, If he is a very decent man, he has his stuff together. You know, he does happen to have children. Um, I would consider it, but I swear to you, (laughs) he has to be like the most amazing man in the world. Honestly, like you got to be like husband status for me. So that is just my little side note. But going back into the story, you know, he told me that he had a son and a daughter. They were like about nine or seven or something like that. And, you know, the mother had called him and, you know, they weren't exactly getting along at that time. And so, you know, they had agreements on certain days where, you know, he's supposed to see his son or whatever and blah, 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 blah. So, you know, he explained that to me. He apologized and I'm like, okay. But then I'm already like, oh goodness, like, what am I getting into? Like this man has children and I don't even know how this is going to go. But Other than that, the date went pretty smoothly. 
Um, and you know, we had agreed that we would probably just meet up another day. And like I said, he apologized for meeting at the McDonald's and he was like, assured me that we would end up going somewhere nicer (laughs) the next time. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, I, I, I try to give people chances. That's probably the too niceness in me. Um, so yeah, let's, let's fast forward to the next date um so this date actually I don't even remember this one I don't even know if I met up with him oh I picked him up (laughs) okay so the next date I think I picked him up yeah yeah so I picked him up and, you know, we had the discussion about him living in my neighborhood and he apologized because he said that, you know, he usually drives his brother's work truck or else he would pick me up and um, that it was easier that way because his work truck has all this junk in it and it's not the best thing to drive in and all this kind of stuff. So... I remember picking him up and, you know, we ended up going to this little small uh, steakhouse restaurant, which is like down the street from our neighborhood. And um, so we went there. It was it was pretty nice, uh, very uh, cozy. You know, I remember it was probably around around wintertime. So, uh, you know, they had the fireplace going. And so we got this table next to the fireplace. There weren't really many people around. It was kind of like an intimate setting. And (laughs) now that I'm like relaying this story, I'm like, (laughs) because I think we both, (laughs) oh God, I'm sorry why I'm laughing. I think we both split a steak. (laughs) and we got our own sides um which is crazy because it's like why can't I get my own meal (laughs) um so yeah we split a steak and cut it in half I took a half and I and I think I don't know if it's because I wasn't hungry or something or I wasn't as hungry but anyways we split a steak and I think I got uh, a side of potatoes and he got a side of green beans or something or broccoli and we ate that and it was a nice date I mean that steak was mom I, I probably would have been able to enjoy that whole steak by myself no problem but yeah we split that um so yeah we had that date and yeah I did pick him up because thinking about it thinking about it after the date Um, You know, we left and we were having a good time. And I mean, during this day, like we hadn't really had any kind of like intimate moments yet, like probably a hug within greeting, but we hadn't kissed or anything like that. So I remember him, um, you know, like as we were leaving the restaurant, he was like, oh, you know, I want to show you somewhere cool. And so I was like, okay. And he was like, drive up here. And so he told me to drive down this route, which was like so dark at the time. And the thing about my neighborhood, like I live in Arizona for you uh, listeners who's not really familiar with the, uh, Arizona, but I, I live in Arizona and like I live in an area that's like close to the mountains. And so 
Um, it's a lot of nice scenery. Um, one thing about Arizona is they're always constantly building, um, you know, new neighborhoods, new areas and stuff. So I happen to be in one that's a little bit newer than a lot. So it's a lot of nature around. And so I remember like, you know, it's dark when we were leaving the restaurant. It's probably about like eight, eight to nine. It's pretty dark. And so he was like, yeah, I want to, I want to show you this route. And so I'm driving And so he, you know, he's giving me directions and all I know is that I'm going down this really dark road. (laughs) There's nothing out there. And I'm like, where the hell am I going? Oh God. And so we're just driving. And so he's just talking and, you know, he's giving me all these directions and I'm just like, although I'm driving, I'm thinking to myself, oh gosh, like, man, this could be the, the moment where, you know, You've made a wrong turn. This man going to kill you. This man is going to like steal your car. No one knows much about this guy. And yeah, you might be a goner, girl. And uh, so I got a little nervous, but I kept driving because I didn't know what to do. (laughs) And so then eventually we got to this area and just like an area that I guess a lot of people go to like couples and stuff and it's like a place where it's a little bit higher up um like you know higher elevation and like you can look over and you can see like the city the city lights and stuff like that and so it was really beautiful and I was like oh okay like he actually took me somewhere nice and there were like other cars parked there that you could see the like they were parked and you know they had their lights turned off and I'm guessing maybe they I don't know what people do in trucks and dark places. Maybe make out, have sex, you know. But, you know, we weren't there yet. Um, So we pulled up and, you know, we had a conversation. And, um, you know, he suggested a few songs. And he got me on this group called Alt-J. And uh, I remember he had me like listen to some songs like called like Breeze Blocks and uh, Matilda and stuff like that. So we were listening to music and I mean, he he seemed to be a really like smart guy. Um, You know, he was telling me about like this app where like you can look at the galaxy and like, you know, you can like turn the phone and, you know, you could just like pretty much like scan the skies and it'll show you like where the constellations and stuff are and you know he was really into the universe and you know he 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 really wants to get into deep conversation I'm like oh okay you know like well he doesn't seem to be a serial killer so far and you know we have a good conversation so no problem here and um this is where things took a turn so we were talking And, you know, he was talking about how it had been so long since he had been with a woman and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, okay. And I'm thinking, like, he's a good-looking guy. He has a nice physique. You know, he seems smart. So I'm thinking, so I asked him, like, okay, well, you know, why is that? And he's like, well, you know, um, it's just been a while. You know, the situation has just been, I've been through some things in the past few years. And then, you know, I don't even know, maybe I was bold enough to ask. I was like, well, you know, I know maybe you haven't been in a relationship for a while. I was like, you know, have you slept with any women or anything like that? And he's like, no, it's been like two years since I've had sex. And then I was like, 
<laughs> a man that went two years without sex. I was like, that's, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty bizarre, you know? And I'm like, are you celibate, abstinent? I mean, you know, and then he's like, no, no, no. And I was like, well, why has it been two years since you've had sex? Cause like I said, that's not something that I hear about. I've met plenty of men who talk about sex all the time and they talk about how they could barely go like a month or something or three weeks you know like oh my god this is too long so I'm like two years okay what's going on here and so I remember asking him again and he's all like well why do you think it's been two years and I'm like I don't know why has it been two years and then he was like huh and he kind of got a little you know, aggressive. And he's like, well, the reason why it's been two years since I've had sex is because I just got prison. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, I just got out of prison. And I'm like, oh gosh. Okay. So now we in the middle of, you know, a dark place. This man just said he just got out of prison. Oh my God, what did I do? And then I was like, okay, well, what did you go to prison for? And he was like, uh, what did he say he went to prison for? Oh my God, I don't even remember what this man went to prison for. He went to prison for, it's a blue collar, blue collar crime. Pretty much he... Oh, robbery. <laughs> yeah, it was something like that. And I was like, wait, what? Robbery? Like, wh- what you do? And he's like, he broke into, um, I guess he's like one of those guys who he scams people. And wait, maybe I should hold on. Hold on, you guys. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, guys. So, yeah, what he went to prison for was, I'm pretty sure he said it was like credit card fraud. And he ended up having to go for two years. So, apparently he stole a lot of money. And um, when he told me that, I was like, oh, wow, like credit card fraud, huh? And he's like, yeah. And then he, you know, he started opening up and he started talking about, you know, like how he's one of those type of people who, you know, he is always trying to think of a way to get out of the system and how he needs to be, you know, um, you know, like just he wants to be well off, like he wants to, you know, be financially free. And I was like, okay, got you. And so I remember, you know, asking him, I'm like, okay, so you went to prison for that and you did that for two years. Okay. And so my next question was, um, so was that like your first time? And then he was like, oh no, no, I've, I've, I've been in and out of prison since I was 17. And I'm like, 17. And I was like, well, what? what did you do? And so, yeah, that's when he talked about, like, he did robbery at one point. Um, He also went to prison 
for like a year or so for pretty much having a DUI, drunk driving. And he, I guess when he was younger, he went to like juvenile jail. I don't remember what he went to prison for or juvenile jail for that when he was younger. But pretty much he had been in and out of prison since he was 17. And I was just like, oh, wow. Oh, and then one was like aggressive, like an assault or something like that. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So... You know, the conversation got a little awkward. And I was like, well, I don't know what to say, you know. And he's all like, well, you know, that's why I didn't really want to tell you, you know, because, you know, I don't want you to judge me. And, you know, so far I'm having a good time with you. I like you. And, you know, I didn't want you to look at me a certain type of way. And I'm like, I see. Well, and, you know, I mean, you guys, I'm in the middle of in a dark place with some man who just said that he just got out of prison. So for me, it's just like, okay, well, you know, I'm not going to judge you for that. And, you know, I understand. And, you know, my question was, so going forward, I mean, are you going to go back to committing the same crimes? Like, are you done with going back to prison? Is this, something that you're going to continue to do and um he's like no no he's like I'm done this time you know I really want to change my life around um he was like that's why I was the cardio beast you know he was like when I was in prison I worked on myself I spent my days working hard running you know every day and 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 that's why they call me cardio beast and I was like Oh, okay, I get it. So this obsession with him being this physically fit person is because this man is like, he said, like, he explained to me that he's a person who's always like, trying to scheme and find his way out. So, you know, outside, because he has those obsessions, he learned to channel those obsessions into physical like physical exercise and he said that's what he had to do because he used to be a really bad alcoholic which is how he ended up getting it DUI and so um one of those ways with uh of dealing with his you know alcoholism was um pretty much like cardio and working out consistently so that that's that was his situation <laughs> and so I was like okay well, that's good to know, uh, you know, that, you know, you're changing your ways. And he said every time he went to prison, he learned his lesson. And he, you know, he knew that he wasn't going to go back to prison for those things again. And I was like, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So, um, you know, obviously I'm alive today to tell you the story. So I, you know, we had our conversation, uh, you know, and I'll be honest, since I was in a situation, I was pretty vulnerable. He did, actually, he did make a move on me. Was this before or after he told me this? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I forgot. I remember now. We were making out. And then that's when we had got into the conversation about him going to prison. 
But, you know, we had already made out a little bit and stuff. So, yeah, that happened. And he was a good kisser. You know, he, he didn't have no no issues there. <laughs> he, he produced two kids. So, um, yeah. But anyways, I made it home safe. Um, and I think we talked for a few more days. Now, obviously, I wasn't like too hot about it and I even like left and I was like oh god like I don't know if I could date a person who just got out of prison like that's that's just a lot to take on like dealing with all of that information and you know for me it's just like that's a deal breaker now I know there are some women who have dated men and who have no problem dating men who have went to prison or have a dark past but for me I'm just like you you are a criminal and I'm not about to be I'm not about to be in a relationship talking to some man behind bars and getting those collect calls like no 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 but I mean I just I felt bad and he seemed like a nice guy and you know I do believe in second chances and I believe that you know people can turn their lives around so I don't really have much judgment as to who a person is, you know, who they've changed and what their past is necessarily. But I know preferably, like, I don't want to be with someone who has a history. And um, I don't know, I think after that, our uh, conversation pretty much faded, um, you know, after those two dates. So we didn't see each other again or anything like that. And I think at one point, like, I happened to be at my Walmart around a corner and I seen him like buying flowers and this was like a week or so after so I was like oh okay maybe he found him a new woman but (laughs) going into that recently because I have been single or, or you know what yeah recently since I have been single and it's been five months I have been on tinder and I have seen him on tinder so he is still single and obviously it's been a few years, so he hasn't been to prison, from my understanding. So that's good. But actually, going into that, so after he told me this information about him going to prison, ladies, if you don't do this or if you haven't already, okay, um, go to the Department of Corrections. So I used to work for the state, and so I had access to information For him, honestly, I didn't look up anything, you know, during my company, but I just knew of the resources because I did work for the state government and I did like, you know, work alongside or deal with uh, the Department of Corrections. So with that being said, they do have a local site anybody can visit. I mean, if you know about this life, cool, whatever, but you can go to the Department of uh, Corrections website and you can put in a person's first name, last name. Um, you can put in, you know, their date of birth, if you know that. And for him, it was easy because he told me his birthday. I knew his age, so it was easy to guess his uh, birth year. Um, and I mean, I knew his first and last name. So I just put that into the Department of Corrections website and all his information came up and, you know, I saw his mugshot and that was like right after he had told me. And, um... I saw that, yeah, yeah, it was like December when we met and he had just got out of prison in September. 
So, yeah. <laughs> and I saw his whole history of everything he went to prison for. And I mean, his story all, you know, it all stuck. It was all true. You know, he went to prison for credit card fraud. He had the DUI. Um, he had the robbery. He had the assault. So, oh, trust me, it gives you a whole list of, you know, all the, um, all the things that the person has done, the facilities that they went through, if they were good, if they were on good behavior, it'll show you that. Um, and then it, you know, it shows you the release date. And so, yeah, I was able to pull up all of that information. So my thing is going forward, you know, if you do meet a guy, you get all that information and this is something personally that I had to learn, you know, research the person, you know, ideally before you go on a date. And sometimes even when you put in your name, of course, the Department of Corrections isn't probably going to come up first, you know, um, when you put in a person's name just into Google. So I would just, you know, ideally, if you have the chance, you get the first name, last name, birth year, put it into Department of Corrections and see what kind of past they have. Um, and then you'll be able to determine if you're going on um, a date with a criminal before you even have to deal with it. And so if you do find out, you can cancel that date accordingly and the man will never have to know why you, you know, you canceled. Um, but that is just my little story. Um, I thought that I would share. Um, I thought that it was a fascinating situation. And like I said, a lot of this stuff is, for me, I've probably done some risky things in my life and some things I am not proud of at all. But I like to think that these experiences have have and can be informative to someone else, you know, who might be new to dating or maybe you've uh, you know, been married for a while, you're divorced, you're newly single, you know, and maybe you're not up to date with the digital world as much. And so there are a lot of people, you know, um, a lot of people, especially men, toxic men, you know, there's decent men out there, but there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of people you got to weed through, you got to weed through and you got to prepare for it. And, you know, some people, like even this guy, you know, he overall probably is a decent person. Like I said, he's, you know, made his mistakes in the past or whatever. Um, but pretty much um, not everybody is as forthcoming. Not everyone is as honest about, you know, who they are. And sometimes you have to figure out their story. And the thing is, you don't want to get too fully involved with someone and then you're learning this stuff six months to a year into a relationship after your your feelings have developed and now you just don't know where to go with that and now you done made a baby with this person like it's just a lot it's just a lot so that's all I wanted to share with this story and we will label this or name this episode Prison Bay. So um, that's all I have for you guys. Another thing, update, update from my last episode. No, the first episode. 
fetishes and where to find them. I got an update on this guy. So remember I told you guys about the guy and, you know, how he wanted my underwear and, you know, he just wanted me to drop them off. Well, when I originally made that episode, I don't know if this man follows me or listens to my episodes. I don't know because I don't talk to this man. Um, but I remember at one point, and I forgot that he was my friend on Snapchat still, because I don't get on Snapchat anymore. But me and my ex, we used to, um, you know, consistently talk through Snapchat, you know, all the time. So he was my main source of communication, and I didn't really check for anybody else who were my friends on Snapchat. Well, anyways, homeboy sent me a video randomly out of the blue of him jacking off randomly and I'm like oh this guy is still sick <laughs> oh so I don't know if I had like spoke him up or something but I figured guys that I would add that to it since we're going through these dating stories anyways thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening I hope you enjoy it and hopefully soon I'll be back with you guys with another episode. Thank you so much for listening to It Didn't End 